Hello and welcome to FGC Philosophy. I'm your host, the philosopher, and I am joined by Mega Max Star here. And today's episode is going to be about setting goals. Before we get into that, this podcast is all about leveling up inside and outside the virtual arena. We do that by talking about topics and having guests in the show that I think are important. Uh, obviously, this is the last episode of the year, so it is really important to look at next year and see what kind of goals we want to hit. Uh, so this episode is going to be dedicated to learning how to achieve your goals uh, and also how to set goals as well, kind of breaking down what goal setting is. Um, I have a couple of sources and in my own experiences, and hopefully Max can add on to it as well, uh, where we, uh, there's a good life coach or executive coach that I follow, uh, and he had a really good uh, video, and I wanted to take some of the things from that, but I also saw a good video from Core A Gaming talking about how to, as an adult, how do you practice fighting games, and I thought that was a really interesting one because I struggle with that right now. Uh, I've been very frustrated with that, so that's a topic that I'm personally very passionate about because it's something super relevant to me. Uh, so that's going to be the main premise of this episode. Uh, I recommend if you guys are really dedicated to hitting your goals that you get a notebook or open up a notepad follow along uh, enjoy the music and hopefully we can all work on making 2020 the best year of our lives and making that exponential as we get older anyway so max uh so initial thoughts on 2019 like your goal wise you know your, your either your content or your practice whatever most most important to you finances and uh, let me know how it is and what you want to do in 2020 so, um, you know, it's really funny. I actually made a tweet about this uh, the other day talking about how this last year has been super eventful for me. And honestly, um, everything that's happened within this last year has been has changed my life, honestly, like in such a gigantic fashion. And honestly, it's been for the better in every way, shape and form. I really like, you know, kind of started up my channel um i really do want to do more work with my channel obviously like there's more to do um but i i mean within this last year i introduced myself into the fgc really and it's been a really you know crazy ride where you know grassroots we started at glitch and all the way over to lfg and i came from you know being the bottom dragon ball player all the way to the top in our area which is like a fantastic thing for me. And I still want to grow more. I still have so much more to do. However, um, and even work, work related, I've changed jobs here and there. And, uh, I've changed job. I think I've had like three different jobs and this current job that I have right now, I'm honestly pretty happy about. And financially I'm doing a lot better too. So I'm a lot happier about that, but I still want to work out more and more too. So I have a lot of goals coming into 2020 that I'm really excited to start talking about and actually like go on about. Cool, cool, cool. Nice. Uh, for me, uh, one, I will preface this with I am super hard on myself and I thinking about how I'm going to explain 2019, I, I realized that fact about myself. Uh, so just uh, a forewarning, I suppose, is that uh, I think that in some ways I had a lot of successes, but I focused way too hard on what I didn't do because uh, like. I'm not going to be braggy about it, but I'm just going to be very objective about what I hit and, and just uh, so that you guys are kind of on the same page with what I, I've done, and, but what also what I want to do. Um, so one of the biggest things for me was making esports educational by combining personal development. And uh, this year in the summer, I got to do some summer camps and I got to write the curriculum. And uh, that was 
a big goal for me, and I definitely did do that, uh, and that was really exciting. Um, got to work with kids and and do all this stuff, and have uh, student college student employees helping me out with the summer camp. Uh, so that was something that was a life goal. But now I'm just left with, okay, how can I make that better? And so I'm trying to clarify, like, what can I do? Um, we we generated revenue. Um, the students liked it a lot. But, like, what can I do to make it more productive for the kids' time? Like, what can I do to make it to where the parents feel like they're getting something out of it? Like, their kid is becoming a better person. But how, do I can, how can I also make it something that a child wants to have fun doing, will learn, but also something that can apply to competitive gaming or just life in general? Uh, and that's... I'm not going to say it's easy because it's definitely not. It's more hard to do than I thought. Um, and so now I'm trying to plan that before summer hits and time travels or time can go really fast. Um, I don't know why I didn't mention this first. I'm a father now. Um, and that's been a huge challenge. I don't think I've done as well as I could just because I've been so focused on work and trying to make that all happen. Um, as much as I love my job, it also there's a lot of pressure there to make it successful. Um, and sometimes that pressure can really bog me down, I've noticed. So I'm trying to learn to let go of a lot of the pressure so that I can, when I'm at home, I'm not distracted by my job or distracted by like gaming and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm trying to be more focused. That's a less clear goal. But like one goal I really want to hit in 2020 is being more focused. Uh, with ADD, it's really easy for me to just go weeks and months on end without realizing that every day I'm in kind of a haze rather than being very present and making the best out of my day. And I, for a lot of people, that might not make sense. But for people who do live life not very distracted or don't struggle with ADD, that might make a lot more sense, I suppose. Um, so of all the things, being more focused and more intent with my time is probably going to be my hardest challenge, but one of the most important things for me to do. Um, then like health, I do not sleep well, I do not eat well, and I do not exercise enough. Those are all things I need to do a lot more in 2020. I definitely think it's going to help me think better uh, because, with again, with mental fog and ADD, uh, it's taking care of myself makes it easier to think. And I really value that. And I've been so distracted with so many different things going on in my life, trying to run an FGC or trying to help with the FGC and develop a stream. Um, just too many things are on my mind at any given time. And then any free time I do get goes to my phone, maybe playing a phone game or like catching up with people or talking or something like that. Hasn't, I haven't been very clear minded and it's hard to like operate that way. So that's my goals. I'm going to try to clarify them a little bit more as we go through it. That was a little bit rambly, uh, but let's jump into some of the key points that I do want to hit on. Again, um, I will have show notes for some of the references that I'm using if it's not an original idea. Um, so I want to make sure that I share those so that you guys can do your research and find those on your own. So I'm going to pull those up. You can see me doing that right now. I have it on the other page, so you won't be able to read it, but uh, I want to just have you guys follow along with me. Okay, so... First thing is setting yearly, quarterly, weekly, and daily goals. Uh, so I'm I'm going to be the first to admit that I have not done this to a T. Uh, I have written yearly goals and I have written weekly and daily goals, but I think that quarterly part is one that I haven't really focused on. But for you, Max, what what has been your experience with with goal number one or a point oh, is, one, I should say? Is this on the hold up? Was yeah, this the thing that you sent me? Mm -hmm. And then I have some breakdowns as well to sort of help illustrate this idea. Okay, so we're starting at number one, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, so set yearly, quarterly, weekly, and daily goals. Okay, so my yearly goal is to definitely at the 
And, and this is talking about the end of 2020 or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just make sure I get everything right here. So honestly, I really want to somehow find myself myself a like real home within somewhere along the lines of the FGC or um, anywhere that has to do with, you know, the esports community. Mm-hmm. And um, I really want to work on that and make sure and see if I can try and get it at the end of the year, something I can do. And um, in terms of that yearly goal, um, a goal that I want to work with myself is I need to, I guess in terms of a quarterly goal is I need to like start going to events a lot more. I need to start going out and actually putting time and effort into a lot of the stuff I've been doing. Like, you know, there's, I could have gone to Yomacon. I could have gone to a lot of other like events that were going on and I'm missing out on my chances and I'm missing out on my like opportunities to really get mm. myself out there. Yeah. So I need to really just work on myself a lot harder in that, ma- in that fashion. Um, and I guess for, in, also in that sense, weekly goals, I should really start working on uh, really just with my YouTube channel. I should probably start, you know, at least uploading weekly or um, start doing more work with that because I've been slacking and I really need to really I just want to grow that channel more and actually grow that like, I guess, area of my channel more too, because you don't see that kind of stuff where tutorials for people who just kind of want to start up and get better at something. You don't see that too often. So I really want to not exactly pioneer, but like just kind of make it easier for people to jump into a game and actually like kind of understand it a little more. Um, and then daily goals for like day by day is honestly like at least spending like at the very least, like, 30 minutes to an hour of playing Dragon Ball, practicing whatever fighting game that I'm currently interested in and just like working at it. And not only that, but doing research and just like making sure I, you know, fact check myself, get stuff all the way down, prep for whatever um, thing that's coming up in the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like if there's a locals coming up, I really need to start you know, prepping myself for the event coming up and um, start working with myself in that manner. So (laughs) in the end, I just want to improve myself even more. Um, and by the end of 2020, I want to be a very big mainstay point and somebody who, uh, is just not a big name, but somebody that like, you know, everybody would kind of know and can rely on and people would look up to me in that fashion too. Hmm. Okay, I like that. Um, so I want to break down why point number one is important. Uh, so first off, the yearly goals, I think those are important because you need to have something big to aim towards. You have to have something that has a deadline. And by setting it large, it's like, okay, well, I want to lose 20, 20 pounds by the end of 2020 or something like that. Uh you can start to break that down because you really want to reverse engineer your goals. Like you don't want to set your goals for the day based off of the day. You want to set your goals for the day based off of the year, quarter, week. Uh, and it's important to to kind of go in that order because it's really hard to break down a yearly goal into a daily goal, but it's a lot easier to break down a yearly goal into a quarterly goal. Um, like, okay, this semester or this block of time, you know, this this season, I want to get these things done. Or you can do it monthly if that's easier for you. Uh, and then weekly, it's like, okay, this 
these weeks should lead up to the quarter. So what are these things? What are these things I can get done in like a week's time? And then not everything on that list is going to take a whole actual week to do. It may just be an hour to do, but it needs to be done that week in order for the next thing to get done later on. So breaking those into daily goals is like, okay, well, I can get this chunk of things done this, this, this day or in this hour of the day and work on that only. And that leads to the bigger goal. So reverse engineering your goals I found in other references, like the ones I'm going to cite, uh, it's really important to have that bigger goal to aim towards. And also you want to set it, in my opinion, a little bit higher than what you think you can do, because even if you don't hit that goal, because you set it so high, you're probably going to hit higher than what you would have done originally. If you're being like realistic, uh, in quotation marks. Uh, so yeah, other point is, um, less than 20% of North Americans, uh, look at their, their goals weekly. And, uh, I'm not surprised by that because I also <laughs> don't look at my goals weekly. Well, I don't look at my weekly goals weekly, I guess I should clarify. Cause like, I always have to have like at work, it's, I go by a list of goals that I have to set for myself because it's never been done before. I've had to create goals and, and things to do because there's no, there's no like standard operating procedure for what I'm doing. So it's really made me realize that like, I have to be the person to set those goals. And then I also have to delegate that to other people. So if you're in a position of like management or anything like that, it's really important to be very clear on what you need to get done in a certain frame of time, especially if you want to delegate that to other people efficiently um, so that they're using their time best. Because as a manager or as a business owner, your, your time or other people's time costs you money directly. So you want to make sure they're using that time as effectively as possible. Okay, so point two is adhere to a morning work prep. So similar to having your goals, having something that you do on a regular basis every day is going to help you get in the right mindset and get the things done that you need to get done right now in order to uh, get those goals done in the future, if that makes sense. So a couple of points on that is, you know, write down your goals and tasks, ask, how can I fill this day with purpose? Or how can I fill this day as effectively as possible? Or if you're religious, how can I like fill this day with as much um, insert religious word here, uh, like faithful or something like that. It, it depends on what you are, but the mindset needs to be like, how can I best use this day? Um, and in the morning, like actively set like 15 minutes or 10 minutes or five minutes of just like, okay, this is what I want the day to look like from eight o'clock to when I go to bed, these are the things that I am going to do. And I'm going to clarify how I'm going to do those things. And that's, that sounds tedious, but if you Take like five minutes to 10 minutes of your day, maybe 15 to visualize what you want to do for the rest of the day. You're actually going to save more time because when you switch from task to task to task, you kind of go with purpose rather than just like, okay, I got this thing done. I'm going to like look at my phone, then switch over to this other thing and then look at my phone and switch over to this other thing again. Like I, I tend to multitask personally, and that's actually not really effective to like do a bunch of different things at the same time as I punch my mic. Uh, it's, it's more effective to do one thing at a time, get it done. And then, and then move on. So if you set that time in the beginning of your day, also, if you like exercise, your body's going to work a lot better too, which for me, again, my body's working better. My mind's working better. Uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like too preachy, but I'm also trying to share from my experience what has worked. So if you're not into exercise or anything like that, uh, I understand, uh, but I'm going to say what worked for me and like everyone else can always like share their opinions and jump in. I'm not really reading the comments just yet because I really want to stick to the content, but I, I will have time later on towards the end of the show for you guys to talk, uh, like kind of not a Q and a, but just a conversation of like ideas and things. So don't think I'm ignoring you. I just, I'm trying to stay like super on point for you guys. Um, uh, before I go on, like any thoughts 
from you, Max? Um, honestly, yeah, I think just keeping to a routine is very important. Uh, and uh, I definitely slack with that. I need to get a routine. I need to essentially, yeah, fill my day with purpose, figure out a game plan every day and kind of, and you know, this doesn't even have to do with like fighting games at all. It's really just like life building. And it's really just like, how can I make my life better? How can I actually like improve myself to improve my other areas that I want to? Cause you know, you can't be a good fighting game player if you don't actually eat and sleep well, you know, you can't and like get all of your other stuff done. You need to put your priorities first. And then as much as like, you know, any kind of game would be if it was like league or you know, any other fighting game or any other hobby in that case, like you need to put your priorities first, get your, you know, get the important stuff done and then, um, you know, figure out the day from there. You know, I got to put two hours into cleaning up the house and actually doing something. And then I can put an hour or a half hour into whatever I want to do after that, maybe practice, fighter z or practice street fighter something like that so i think at least having a good game plan on what you want to do day to day helps you keep uh focused and helps your helps keep your mind wandering you know and it just makes sure that you have your day with purpose for sure Mm. so i completely agree with you in every way (laughs) yeah 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 it's so Something I want to share with you is like I went to coaching school for about a year, um, like, you know, did all the training and everything. And uh, I got to meet a lot of other people who were training to be coaches because part of my in order to get my certification, one of the things I had to do was spend at least 100 hours being coached and 100 hours getting coached. Uh, so I've, I've coached for 100 hours just in school alone. And I will say that, like. To not really delve too deep into what coaching is per se, but to just give you experience um you know it's a lot of it is just asking questions and holding the other person accountable and uh there there's special things and training that you really need to do to like pick up on really nuanced things if you're trying to like get if you're getting paid to do this then there's certain skills you have to have but if you're just trying to like have a friend that's holding you accountable there's like certain key points that are just good to know that any any person should just know that should be common sense but isn't uh so I, i will share some of those ideas as I remember them or as I have them written down. Uh, Cause sometimes I'm having like ideas that are on point from what I've learned in school. Uh, but like, I don't want to de- de- deviate too far. Um, but one point I do want to hit is, is avoid winging it. Kind of like what you're talking about, having that routine. Like if you just try to recall in the moment as to what you're going to do, then it's, it's going to be a lot harder. So what you said, I, I totally agree. And I have not been doing that this year. Uh, no, I've, been using, honestly. <laughs> I've been using my son as an excuse for far too long. And I, I have always despised people who have done that. Um, not despise. That's a strong word. I, I have despised that excuse. I'll say uh, not the person themselves, but yeah, for this first year, I'm like, I have a son, I'm like sleeping late and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, yes, there, there will be times where um, my son's going to cry and I have to go take care of him or something like that or where he, he needs me. Uh, but um, there is still, a way that I can like get that stuff done if I got up earlier, went to bed earlier as well. So to like kind of call myself on my own BS, that's something that I have to absolutely work on this year that I, I will get done because it's just something that I have to do in order to get to the next level. Okay. So point number three is ask yourself if I had to do double the thing I'm doing right now, 
how would I do that? So for example, how or why, like how would I do that or what would I do to get that done? So to clarify that, if I wanted to double my success rate in hint confirming, you know, if I'm playing a fighting game and I want to double the success rate, like I'm, if I've been playing a lot of ranked matches or playing in a lot of locals, but I keep dropping this combo and it's because I'm not hit confirming properly, uh, then how do I double my success rate with that? Like, okay, sometimes I land it, sometimes I don't. I want it to be, you know, 75% rather than 25% or something like that. It's more than double, I understand that's 50%, but you get my point. So you have to identify that and then do those things. So one part of it is thinking about it, taking the time to realize, okay, I need to get into the lab and actually practice my hit confirms. Like how good can I do them in, in the training room on my own? Like without any stress or anything, just trying to do it. Oh, I can only do it like maybe four out of 10 times. Well, that means that you need to practice that. You identified the problem. Now you need to work on that. It's, it's pretty obvious. It can be hit confirms, immediate. It can be just situational awareness. Um, if you're not a fighting game player, uh, it could be something like, how can I double my sales at my job? Or how can I double the the joy that I get at, you know, when being with my son? Or how can I double the level of presence that I have? Something like that uh, to really see if the goal is realistic that you're setting for yourself. And then also see how you feel when you ask yourself about doubling that. If you feel good about that, then, or, or that's something that you want or desire, then that's, that means you need to set your goals higher perhaps, and then also figure out a way to actually do those things. What are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah. So if you have to like, you know, think about yourself in terms of doubling whatever you have to do in terms of fighting games, uh, for me, it would be like, okay, how can I double my hit confirms into combos, you know? And you have to think about it like in future tense as well. So you have to, again, kind of like uh, reverse engineer. So in in a case like how can I uh, get to know people better? Right. So what am I doing wrong in terms of understanding people or like, you know, essentially getting friendlier or just like. I don't, gaining friends in some ways, right? So in the workplace or something like that, uh, for my example, is a good way for me to start uh, knowing people and starting getting to know them is honestly just their name, getting somebody's name down and then sparking up any conversation with them. And then any conversation that you have, just keep that small thing in mind, whatever little tiny thing, and then you can bring it up next time or it can be a topic for whatever next time you see them. So it's those kind of small things where you're like, okay, what can I do in these small situations to improve whatever I'm doing now? Um, and in that sense, yeah, reverse engineering it. Um, and honestly, my goal from this year uh, for 2019 was actually just getting to know people better. And that was one of the things I was doing, remembering names, remembering small topics, getting to know people better just from the small little tiny things and just really actually like, um, I guess inquiring about them, just, you know, being interested in whatever somebody is actually like interested in, because whatever somebody's interested in, they're, you know, they're really like happy about it. They're, I can't think of the word, but, um, they're proud about it. So like getting to know people that way makes it easier getting friendlier and then getting to know people. So that's like something my example of how I doubled myself in terms of work-related friendships. How do you feel about that? 
I feel great. Honestly, yeah. it, it's a fantastic goal that I set and uh, I can't be happier about it because I've gained a lot of friends, a lot of coworkers that are friends, a lot of people I know now. It was just because, you know, I really paid attention to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, that's really good. Uh, anything else you want to add on to that point before we move on? Um, I think that's about it. <laughs> okay. No, that was really good. Um, I, I like that a lot because uh, that's, that's something that I think I should consciously be, I should be more conscious about. I should be more, more aware of that kind of thing. Cause, uh, this, this year, like I've been so like head, head to like the, the grindstone kind of thing that I, I've met a lot of people, but I have not made a conscious effort as much as possible to meet with people. I, well, I, in some ways, yes. In some ways, like, no, like in the FGC, I haven't really done a great job of maintaining certain relationships and like doing better. Uh, so in that sense, I have an esports world. I think that's been my main priority. So that's something that like I like take notes on people and try to like remember, you know, what's going on in their life to, to like, the extreme degree because it's actually work related. Um, but there are also just relationships that I can de- develop with people and understand uh, esports from their point of view and also get to know them. But yeah, like um, there's so many cool people in our, our locals that I don't feel like I know well enough. And I, I that's kind of disappointing to me. <laughs> so I'm glad that you're doing it because that's, that's a good thing. Uh, that's a, definitely a good thing to be doing. Um, so maybe you can help me with that one. <laughs> yeah. Like recently, I mean, I didn't get to know really Emmett or Captain Neon recently just because, mm-hmm. well, like I got to know him super well because I was super interested in whatever he was doing and he was in our clash team now. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. uh, we talk a lot, a lot more now. He's a really cool dude. So it's the small things like that where, you know, somebody from our locals just, become somebody that's actually a lot closer than you think mm-hmm. as just a friend. <laughs> yeah. Side note, we play League of Legends. We have a clash team. It's like a bracket kind of thing that happens every now and then. I, I don't know what's coming back, but that has been a really fun experience to play with like a five man team. Like, even though I'm playing ADC sometimes <laughs> that part's a little shaky, but um, it, it's been, it's been fun playing with a five man team and like trying to win. That's a different experience. Legit, it's so fun because watching ourselves improve and actually like win too is the best part. Like ha- setting up a game plan, setting up our team comps was, I don't know, something about that is just so cool. Yeah, and so yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. It's like I love fighting games because of the depth uh, and stuff like that. But there's a different kind of enjoyment from playing like competitive League of Legends as well. Um, that is very fascinating and that I've been very interested in. Like I've been spending probably more time in the league than Street Fighter lately just because of how uh, fascinating it is. And that's not a good feeling. It's just I've had more growth in that game. There's more things to like pick and choose and to learn. Whereas fighting games have been playing for so long. It's sometimes there's a, easier. There's a lot of new stuff that happened with League that like really like sparked our interest for sure. Yeah. And honestly, I'm really happy with our clash group, like, you know, the little, our little hodgepodge group. Cause honestly, everyone has been working towards improving. And honestly, like we've been having some really good feedback with each other too. Mm-hmm. That's the best part is we're yeah, actually being super vocal with each other. Theory, uh, theory fighting is what we call it in fighting game terms. <laughs> yeah. Like I love that stuff. That's, that's the fun part. You know, that's one of the biggest reasons I want to get good at games so I can just like do that and talk about, I'm, well, I mean, I go by the philosopher. It's, what I love to do is just like understanding like the ways that people play the game and breaking it down. It's, it's very satisfying. And league is just a different, like what's going on in your brain, I guess, like the conversation that you're having with the game with your teammates and your opponents, it's just a different kind of conversation than playing a fighting game. And it's, ah, it's very nice. It's very nice. I like it a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. So the last point for uh, the video that I'm referencing for some of these points are, is a uh, Brendan Bouchard. He's like a, 
author and like he just does a lot of person development stuff and i love his content um i recommend you check him out he's not for everybody but uh that's where i'm getting some of this from and then the other site is uh cory gaming they did a video on uh how to make how to spend your time more effectively when practicing fighting games the title is not that but that's basically what it is anywho the last point for point four uh that i want to hit on before we like kind of go a little bit more freeform is talking to leaders every week, like talking to leaders in your interest, your field of interest every week. Uh, I think that's super important. Um, and I wouldn't just say leaders. I would say people who are passionate about it and are trying to grow. Uh, I'll extend, extend that. Um, there's a really good saying that I like uh, that is a little bit harsh, but if you have strong goals and desires that I think it's very true and very realistic is uh, you're the average of your five closest friends. This was originally meant as a, uh, financial term, like a financial phrase, like look at your f five closest friends and you're probably, you're making the average of what they make. Um, so that kind of insinuates where if you surround yourself with people who are a higher level than of, of what you want to be, whether it be financially or health wise or skill level, uh, you're going to get better by proxy if you put in the work and time. So that's, that's what that means. If you're conversating with those people on a weekly basis you're reminding of yourself these higher elevated conversations because like it's if you're not talking to people who are as driven or as knowledgeable, if not more than you on a regular basis on a certain topic, you can stagnate or you can stagnate easier because you're not having someone someone's uh, different point of view uh, exposed to you other than people who might be not as good as you or not as passionate or as you or not have a productive mindset. So being around people who are constantly improving or are at a high level, if you can do so, uh, do it, whether it be and honestly, I would extend that to not just conversations but like watching their streams or watching their videos or watching tournaments and commentary stuff like that uh what are your thoughts so um and very simple things like you know with talking with your other leaders is like especially like at your locals right if you're not the best player right you're getting either the lower ends or maybe middle portions you can talk to the people that are getting you know the topper results work with them it legit like i haven't ran into anybody in any fighting game where at the end of whatever the tournament is if they're like hey can we go and practice something can we work on something every time somebody's going to work with you legit like we're community we want to grow together we want to see people improve and get better we're not going to let people like just like you know eh, you're bad i'm gonna leave you in the dust like no dude like i want to see people improve i want to see people get better so legit like just talking to those people and even asking them like what do you think i should be doing better what do you think i should be doing different you know questions like that can really improve just the smallest things because seeing a second point of view is always the best the best way to improve is because like sometimes you really don't know what you need to do to improve and like uh if it wasn't for like my roommates i legit wouldn't know how to improve in league i would just kind of be a little scatterbrained in that way and like I've improved a lot more recently with the small things that I've been working on and I still have more to do. Um, but if it wasn't for my roommates, I wouldn't have gotten any better than whatever I was beforehand because they actually gave me constructive criticism and stuff that I should be improving on. Um, and honestly, that's how I got better at Dragon Ball. I got my <laughs> I got my ass beat like day to day. And I learned from it. You know, you the the part that sucks the most is you have to lose a lot to learn. <laughs> and honestly, like that's the best way to learn. And you gotta, you gotta stay strong in that. 
in in that way. So as long as you can like, you know, stick to it and try not to get too discouraged. Like as long as you just stay on your path, keep your goals in mind and try not to let, you know, stuff like losses prevent you from working up because like you need to lose to get better. So yeah, it's just, I want, you know, I want how to expand it works. on that in just a second. But uh, one thing I do want to add on uh, to what you're talking about is like when going to your locals or when going to somewhere, check your ego at the door. Cause like a lot of what you're saying is great advice unless you do that, unless you check your ego at the door and like, you don't like this person or you're, you're feeling a certain kind of way. Like what's more important, like nursing your, your angry hangover or actually trying to learn from any given situation at any given time. And the biggest hindrance to that is your ego. So make sure you pay attention to that when you're like, why don't I want to learn right now? Is it because I'm salty that I lost and I'm too proud to ask for help or like, what is it? Uh, because I think that's like what you're saying is like gold. Uh, but only if people actually do that, you know, and, and also have a passion for it. Um, but yeah, I think what you said is like, is a really good point or go ahead. No, just stay humble. That's yeah. it. Just yeah. stay you humble, know. hustle hard. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, just like <laughs> as <laughs> like, I mean, we have some people in our locals that can, you know, grind our gears, but you know, we, yeah. we have mm-hmm. to, you know, again, check our ego at the door. Like, I mean, we can get salty. You're allowed to get salty, right? But you mm-hmm. can't let that uh, be toxic around the people around you. You know, you just mm-hmm. got to – everybody needs time to air it out, you know. Just chill and yeah. take your time and just work on it. Like, you don't need to improve like that, you know. You just – Slowly but surely, just work with yourself. Yeah, I actually have a really great example of this. Last Thursday, I launched a Street Fighter. Um, I, I don't think I was out yet, but I think I had... Uh, yeah, I think I was out. I, I think I was potentially out. And uh, someone else had walked up to me that I think I had lost to, perhaps? I, I don't. We go back and forth, so I don't remember who would be who. But I, I was like... He was, he was talking to me and like, we're having a conversation and I was like, Hey, like I want to play, he asked if I want to play casuals. I'm like, I, I do definitely want to play casuals, but I just need to, like, I'm still processing my loss right now. And he was like, Oh dude, say no more. Like, you know, my bad, my bad. I'm like, no, no, you're all good. I just like, I'm, I'm thinking about it right now. Like I wasn't super upset, but like, I, I was in a mood to where I wasn't in the, I didn't want to conversate at that time. Uh, and he totally understood that. And then was like, they're ready for me when we wanted to play casuals. I think he was still in tournaments, so we couldn't play at the time, but like, uh, people understand when you're feeling salty. Like, don't be too proud to even say that you're like, hey, I'm kind of salty right now. Like, I just want to think about my loss. Because uh, sometimes it's really good to do that anyway. So, uh, yeah, that's what I think. Uh, but the other point that you made that I think is, is good to be 0.5 uh, from, from Max is failure is the best way to learn. <laughs> I think that is profoundly true. Uh, what is it? Einstein? I, I said, uh, he, what is the saying? I got to Google this. I got to Google this. <laughs> What's the quote? <laughs> Uh, Edison, uh, Edison failure quote. A thousand times during trying to invent the light bulb. I think that's a picture of Henry Ford, though. I don't think it's Thomas Edison. I think <laughs> but nonetheless, that was Edison that said that quote. Um, you might see some Ford pictures. I don't know if that's trolling. Um, but yeah, like this person figured out what didn't work on his journey to figuring out what does work. And that's 10,000 times, man. Like, how many of us can say that we've failed 10,000 times? I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. So that's that's a really important thing to do because, like, a lot of people go through – there's, like, a learning curve. And at a certain peak, there's the highest probability of people quitting. Um, that's called like – the, the nickname for it is the frustration barrier. 
uh, rightly so, <laughs> because that's that barrier between like actually committing to a fighting game and uh, like quitting it or trying to lose weight or making excuses, you know, um, trying to get better at an instrument and then like saying it's too hard or something like that. I, I tried everything, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so I think that's a, a great point to to end the main points on. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for the last point. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, some other small points from the video from core a that we can kind of like combine, um, in terms of setting goals that we already talked about. Like, so if you're trying to set those goals, um, here are some good things to, to think about. So one is your priorities, you know, what, what's the biggest things that if you do those things, they will make, you know, what's the 80, 20 principle, the 20% of the work gets you 80% of the results. So what are the 20% of things that you can do that'll get you to where you want to be? You know, focus on those things and don't overcomplicate it. For me in fighting games, it's hit confirms. It's my meaties. It's creating extended sequences that are based off the fundamentals, um, mix-ups, learning how to do some more mix-ups and making sure that I understand spacing very well, the neutral controlling that area considering i play a character that controls space very well i should do it to the best of my ability um time budgeting i do realistically use a lot of my time on other things so i need to see how much time do i have left to dedicate to fighting games per week and then where can i put that time rather than trying to like squeeze it in here and there on an inconsistent basis it's like okay let's look at the other things going on in my life how much time am i spending on those you know sleep work easy to do i know when i'm scheduled you know, my son, a little bit harder, um, you know, hanging out with my fiance, more challenging, uh, depending on our work schedules. So looking at the whole of your life to budget time for fighting games is going to make it a lot easier for you, in my opinion. And then with setting goals, it's like have clear clarity on what you want, like not just I want to win a major, which is something I say to other people, but like, I want to have strong media game, like strong, strong Oki, strong hit confirms. Um, situational awareness of, of being able to adjust. What does that even mean? And how do I break that down? How do I achieve that? Um, so on and so forth. Or you know, I want to double the spectators in my arena uh, during my tournaments that I host, or I want to increase, you know, double the, the turnout in my locals uh, or something like that. Make it something tangible, something that you can possibly set a number to if possible uh, so that you can break that down over time. Make your goals easier to break down by having a clear in-game goal or end-of-year goal. Um, make your goals attainable. That's hard to do at first because some people are going to undershoot, some people are going to overshoot. Uh, and you kind of, you usually want to overshoot rather than undershoot, in my opinion. Um, but just don't be so emotionally attached to the goal itself. Just focus on learning. At the end of the year, try not to hate yourself because you didn't get the goal done. Ask yourself, how can you do it better next year? Because you still have that same goal. You didn't get it done, so clearly you can just set it again rather than making a new one. Um, Get that done first before jumping to a new one. And then uh, separate your milestones from your tangible goals. Like a milestone would be getting uh, getting master in Street Fighter. That's a milestone. That's not a goal because it doesn't really mean anything. Like, what does that mean? Okay, I've mastered all these skills right here. Here, here are the skills that I want to master. And when I have those done, hopefully I will be a master in rank. Uh, if not, then maybe I should look at what else I need to do. So... Rather than just the rank itself, like that's, that's a good way to be motivated. Like that milestone can be a motivation, but it is not a tangible goal that you can take action on. Taking action on like certain skills and things that you can do. That's, you know, how many hours, like I want to watch at least one hour a week of 
VODs from my matches or or tournament streams, one or the other. I need to be watching matches with good commentary um, or, or good gameplay or maybe even gameplay at my level. You know, pick and choose what's going to be most effective for you because, again, you have to set that goal based off of how you learn, what you want to learn, and, and a combination of those two things together. Uh, so I know that was a lot. You have you have the notes. So you can kind of look and pick and choose what's what's calling out to you. Uh, but I just want to go over some of those things because they're a little bit easier to go over. Um, and I will have the show notes that hit these bullet points. So if you want to take notes, you can get those from me as well. So uh, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Um, all righty. So you were making, I would say... Can you see my? Yeah, <laughs> can you see, see my cursor? cursor? <laughs> is this what is this what you're on about? Like this yeah. whole? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I honestly kind of want to just get into the nitty gritty, like go into something specific, just so it can help, you know, clear somebody's mind of what they want to do. Let's say, for example, you want to hit a top, like you want to get first at your locals or something, right? Like very, you know, it's. It's a very easy, not easy goal, but it's it's a goal that's very achievable in a lot of standards, right? So, you know, you got to start with what do I need to do? Well, first you need to start a practice routine. You need to, you know, have a time for when you need to practice and when you need to, you know, separate your time, your priorities and with the time that you need to practice. Um Something that's important too, and I see this a lot with like people who play Smash, make sure you take breaks too with your with your like training. Honestly, like people go like hours upon hours sitting down, and honestly, like you just need very small sessions. If you sit down with four hours, sometimes that could be worse than just sitting for a half hour or one hour and just getting that time. Like, don't get me wrong, like, yes, you can sit down for hours on end and play a game. That's completely fine. But, you know, it's not necessary to get better. You know, you can, you know, with the (laughs) turtle in the hair, slow can still win the race. So you can just take your time, you know, work on the on the very like medium bones of what you need to do. So practice, find a practice partner, if anything, honestly, find somebody that you can talk to some sort of leader and kind of talk to them regularly and it doesn't have to be in person. You can talk to them over text and you can work with each other like, hey, I'm running into this issue. What should I do to improve? What should I do to get better? Um, and honestly, a lot of people in the community, like they want to see people grow. So more than likely, even if it's not like your number one player at your locals, it can be somebody that's close to that level too. And they can help coach you. They can help, you know, work everything you need to do to essentially achieve that goal that you need to work at. Um, so, and like, so for example, like we have, uh, one of the other guys that goes to our locals, Captain Neon, he's been talking to me a lot and we've been going over notes and stuff like that, practicing every now and then, um, adapts to, I mean, him and I talk about Dragon Ball all the time and he refers to me just so he can help improve. So just get a good schedule going for yourself take like good time to practice what's actually important, you know, practice your B and B's, practice your Okies, practice your block strings, you know, practice those things. Don't, don't do random TODs. Don't do, you know, crazy whack setups that you saw on Twitter that has like, you know, the most like 1% of situations that you'll ever get. 
like get to the meat and potatoes and, you know, work on from there and, you know, just work one at a time, like slow and steady, just one thing, like maybe for one month, it's just like, okay, I'm going to work on my blocking. And then maybe next month you want to work on your strings. Obviously like a month is a very long process, but it's in that example where you want to set a thing for yourself, a goal that you like, okay, I'm going to work on this. Now I'm going to work on this. And now I'm going to work on this. If you try to kind of mismanage it and try to multitask a bunch of stuff, it can kind of get messy and it can mess with your uh, training process in that sense. So, and uh, <laughs> Davian has recommended it to me, but Geef's gym is honestly a fantastic thing to go for in sense of what you want to look at and what you want to work with in terms of getting better at fighting games. And it goes process by process, chapter by chapter, what you need to do to look at yourself and improve. So just make them, yeah, make your goals attainable, clarify them and just you know, put those milestones that you need to put to essentially see yourself grow. And honestly, if you can save every single fighting game, like clip for yourself, like save all of your replays, save everything, because you never know when you can look back at it with someone. Or if you have somebody that's coaching you, you can send that clip to them. You can send whatever you need, whatever data. And like, shoot, you can send legit like a lot of subreddits, like you can send your stuff to subreddits, like tell me how to improve. If you don't have a locals, there are people out there that want to help you. They will tell you, they will, if anything, people on the internet that don't know you, they'll tell you for real what you need to do. They won't <laughs> sugarcoat it. They'll tell you straight up like, Hey man, you need to work on this. This is bad. And like, as long as you can take that constructive criticism, like you'll, yeah. you'll yeah. get better. And like, I did that. Shoot. I uploaded stuff onto uh, the DBFZ subreddit, like, hey, what can I do to improve? And I remember uh, I sent footage from back when we were at Glitch. And that was, and I'm pretty sure it was footage against me and you, Tavian. Like, that's the crazy part, right? <laughs> oh, that's, so long ago. That's some grassroots, grassroots, right? Oh, my so, God. Good times. And, like, you know, it's crazy, <laughs> but, like, it, it does help in terms of improving, in terms of what you need to do. And finding a practice partner, finding somebody that you can work with is probably the number one thing that I would find the most important. Like working on yourself is very important, but having somebody else help you like kind of doubles that and it can help you achieve your goals even quicker. You got to find the kin to your Ryu. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's just the way it is. Yeah. You got to find your your rival. rival. Uh, I think that's a, the best kind of relationship. I had a, a best, well, I have a best friend. We're not really rivals anymore because we're not into the same things. Uh, but just back in the day, we, we were into karate together. So we were like, like literally, Ken and Ryu trying to like fight each other and like beat each other up, but also like trying to help each other improve. It was uh, definitely that. And we both loved Street Fighter and I loved Ken and he loved Ryu. Um, so on one side, because I knew Ryu, was, like canonically was the, superior character i always had like an inferior inferiority complex because of like my association with ken nonetheless <laughs> uh glitch was a blast from the past um yeah no i i think that every said everything you said is spot on um i don't know what, what else i can even add on to that because i think that was pretty well said i appreciate that um oh one thing i did want to point out i forgot this point but it's a really important one is find a way to make the time you spend 
like practicing fighting games enjoyable if possible um this depends on the mindset this is a kind of a if you have a issue with like staying motivated um if you're someone who's like so used to traditionally training like monotonous movements doing things over and over again you're you're good to go you don't really need that advice but if you're someone who like is struggling to stay playing this game and you like really want to play this game find a way to make the practice enjoyable like for me um you know doing uh my my links and my execution practice that's that can get boring and tedious so, so i try to do two things uh, i try to take notes and discover new things uh that i didn't know before so that i can kind of use that to help me learn um like just identify or just identifying certain things that i should practice like writing down and just documenting okay these are the things i want to practice and then i can kind of start to piece it together like a almost like a, a kata in karate almost like a long dance of just a combination of different moves so essentially what i i try to do is like okay i want to practice this hit confirm um into this knockdown setup and then on my counter hit practice my counter hit confirms into this combo into this knockdown into this setup and kind of like just find the different knockdown setups and just create a long sequence like i don't the the mindset behind that is not to really flow chart too much it's more so to just find long sequences that i can kind of invent um to put them into one situation so that i know uh, i basically it's almost like playing chess like i'm putting them into multiple situations that i know um what i can and can't do depending on if i hit if i don't hit if i counter hit uh and those are the only options unless he uses a meter and then um potentially an invincible dp if he has an invincible dp then he's stuck in these scenarios until my turn is over uh by a negative button or a safe button or something like that um so finding those sequences kind of like helps me practice a whole bunch of things all at once it helps me practice my hit confirms my counter hit confirms my block strings my frame traps my midi setup um 50 50s like just back to back to back to back to back to back to back so i find that kind of fun because it's almost like a dance in martial arts where i can just create a long sequence um the kata i mean and just have that be like one version of it and then invent another version from like a different start start and just kind of remember all that because like other people i think they do this like naturally especially people who play anime fighters like they just know to naturally do that and they talk about it that way but they never talk about the, the act of learning it so it was really a challenge for me to like look at fighting games as a long sequence of emo like actions after a knockdown like that's when i ended like my mind mentally and then i learned about media setups but then i never like you know continued that long path that makes sense you know that's the crazy part because i think dragon ball for me that was the best way of learning because every combo has a goal right you want to end your combo with a sliding knockdown in a lot of senses right and if not a sliding knockdown a setup so you know in that sense it's just like okay what can i do to optimize my route to end with a sliding knockdown in the best position and end up with a good oki um and like, you don't really get to see that in a lot of other games. You do, but with Dragon Ball, I feel like it's a lot more, like, in your face, like, this is what's happening. Mm. It makes Lighting Knockdowns a very obvious thing that's happening. Yeah. And um, I think, for me, that was the best way of learning into that sense. Like, okay, here's the sequence. This is what I want to do in the sequence. This is how I want to end the sequence. And this is how it should go. Um... So it's weird how anime fighters are like that, like kind of just linking everything together into mm. what you want at the end. So yeah. <laughs> Dragon Ball was a great, like great way for me to learn that kind of stuff. 
Interesting. Yeah, I actually never thought about the sliding knockdown. Like, I remember you always telling me to, like, always go for a sliding knockdown, but, like, I still had not really connected that. So, meaties and, like, the old key setup is, like, one of the last things that I've learned uh, in fighting games in general. Like, new, new like, core fundamental that's important to know. Like, that's one of the newer ones next to, like, 50-50s. Uh, I've won on, like, pure, like neutral <laughs> and not good execution <laughs> you really have though your neutral is bonkers still like man sometimes you'll beat me out in neutral i'm like man what's going on here <laughs> that's about all i have um so yeah <laughs> thinking about that now i'm like oh that makes so much more sense because like okay if i even if you block it i still have like two characters potentially if i'm on character one to like create a long long ass block string for you to have to deal with and hopefully open you up by the end of it um that's a lot better than just like okay knock down do some damage and then like give up my turn like why am i doing that i i don't know <laughs> uh, so yeah that's, that's a really great point that i had you know i see this is why theory fighting theory fighting is so important because you get to pick up on things like this so yeah um those are all the points that i have uh i thought that was a pretty great conversation um i want to go into 2020 with a with 2020 vision hey hey 2020 hey, vision we taking go. the glasses off baby we out here seeing yes exactly so in order to do that thank you so much i appreciate the energy uh yeah that's those are the things that i recommend for next year those are the things that i'm going to try to work on it sounds like those are the things that you are going to work on um so i'm gonna wrap this up and then we'll have time for conversation afterwards but that said where can they find you on social media clearly if you're on the stream on twitch.tv slash philosopher you can see our socials are down below but for the people listening on the podcast where can they find you Alrighty, so you can find me at youtube.com slash megamaxstar. I also have a Twitter, twitter.com slash megamaxstar. Um, my Twitter is kind of newer. I'm trying to get all of my info out on there and trying to get it going. But um, find me on anything with uh, YouTube, with tutorial videos, or anything upcoming from there. Cool. Uh, and then, of course, I'm The Philosopher. You can find me on Twitter at the philosopher twitch.tv slash philosopher um some of my youtube content i got a lot of good old stuff on there um youtube.com slash philosopher yeah okay uh, i think that's i'm pretty sure that's right i have to double check that <laughs> there could be a v in front of it i think yeah. my twitter is like that and then uh yeah i've got i'm trying to get more content coming out um i've stopped making youtube videos just because of life and uh, working in esports now and all that kind of good stuff so i'm super grateful uh but if you are listening to this live, you can find my podcast pretty much anywhere at FGC Philosophy. Look it up on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Uh, or YouTube. We usually upload them onto YouTube as well. Um, if you are listening to this on a podcast, twitch.tv slash philosophers, where I'm live streaming. I'm not really on a set schedule right now, but I'm trying to get on one. Mostly going to be fighting game stuff. But uh, depending on how things go, there might be more, more live content. So that said, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you all in the next one.